The Football Pod on OTB Sports. Have you ever seen a team like Limerick that are so physically dominant? They're yeah, absolutely oh. financially <laughs> dominant. <laughs> the Football Pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. I'd like to say Mark Lawrence is with us to talk about Liverpool last night. Mark, at half time, what was your level of concern about what the outcome was going to be? Oh, not much. Um, because I think it was a monumental effort by Villarreal in the first half. Um, and you knew eventually they would, they would run out of steam. And also, you get a half-time and clock gets in amongst the players and, and sorts everything out. So, no, I wasn't, I wasn't unduly bothered, to be honest with you. And Liverpool against any team will, will always score and always make a host of chances. And in the end, could have won even more comfortably. Is there anything in the template that Villarreal showed last night for other teams to try and emulate? There's, a, there's very few games left, granted. It, we're getting to the end of the yeah. season and there's a lot of tape where uh, those long diagonal balls over the fullbacks' heads. Villa did it in the uh, crazy game last year, but teams don't seem to go for it too often and it doesn't seem to work too often, but it was working last night in the first half. In the first half, yeah. It, it absolutely totally was. And with the crowd behind them and obviously the pitch was a little bit wet as well and... Um, slowed the game down a little bit, which helped Villarreal. But it's it's really really difficult because of this this Liverpool press. I mean, we didn't really see it in the first half, which is most unusual. But once once that gets going, it's it's really difficult for opposition players. I mean, we saw in the first leg against Villarreal in midfield, they never got a chance to get their head up any of their midfield players, and they've got one or two decent players because Liverpool were pressing, and it's 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 like a swarm of bees against you just. You can't sort of get up and look and think, well, you know, I'll, I'll pass it through to them because they're on you. Um, they didn't do that first half. Um, so it's possible. I mean, City have been, obviously, Manchester City have been really, really competitive against them in that particular way where they've kept the ball against them. But, you know, you're talking about the two best teams in, in world football in, in terms of club football. So it's, I can't, I can't see... I can see City doing it in the final, obviously, if they get through. I couldn't see Madrid doing it, but they've got other qualities, obviously. Uh, Mo Salah was pretty sorry, Nathan. Go on, far away. Sorry, was, uh, just on uh, the halftime and the potential changes, obviously yeah. everybody is is raving about um, Luis Diaz and his introduction, and there was almost reassurance of having Henderson and Diaz and so much depth on the bench. Yeah. But if everyone knew Diaz was going to make that sort of a difference, should he not be in the starting eleven? Um, well, he just he, he keeps changing it, doesn't he? So I don't, I don't think he has a worry about stuff stuff like that. And it just wasn't a day for Jota, which was eminently uh, obvious to everybody. And you know he's come on and been outstanding. And I think the thing with Diaz as well is he just it gives him this width and this pace, and all of a sudden he stretched the game out. And all you know, and then Liverpool have got they've got a little bit more room in midfield. Um, Villarreal, the, the press that they had in the first half, obviously was on the wane uh, because, as I said, that monumental effort they put in the in, in the first half. So um, it was it wasn't inspired. It was just it was just a good good tactical change. And to be honest with you, in the first half, we could probably have changed seven or eight of the outfield players. I heard you talking about um, Thiago and everything. I mean, he, he was, that's probably the worst he's played for, for ages. And he, he, even he couldn't pass to a red shirt as well. So, um, look, you know, over the over the two games, if you split them into, what, four halves, I mean, Liverpool have been outstanding in three of them, three of them and they're absolutely average in, in, in one of them. But against a team like Villarreal, it, it was enough to get through. When Klopp goes with that front three, why doesn't he play Mane through the middle and Jota on the left? 
Why doesn't he? Yeah, given Mane's been so good in the central <laughs> position when Diaz has been on the um, pitch recently. Probably because he thinks he doesn't need to. Um, look, I mean, nobody knows better than him because he sees these players day in, day out. I think, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're thinking about the final now and you think that everybody's fit, he'll play Mane through the middle and he'll play Salah on the right and he'll play uh, Diaz on the left. So... Um, and Jota obviously come on because Jota, as we know, can come on and get your goal and he goes into great positions unlike any of the other four or five forwards as well. So, and I heard you talking before about, and, and Henderson would play for me. I mean, um, Cater just cannot be consistent and that, that's a problem for him. And sometimes the game passes him, passes him by and I think, you know, the other thing with, with Henderson is when he plays there, he's... he's is good with Trent because obviously Trent just bombs on all the time and, and Henderson will sit in when Trent goes past him. So, um, and I would play Matic. Uh, as good as Canati has been in Europe, I would play Matic because he gives you something a little bit extra. Okay, so, is, so does this matter who they're playing in the final? If it's City or if it's Real Madrid, does it matter for you picking that team? Yeah. Well, well you just pick your best team. You just pick your best team and, uh, and, and Matic's in my best team. And the thing, the thing about Matip is great relationship with with um, with Van Dijk, but it, he'll come out and, he, and he'll break the ranks and, and come through with the ball, and he will he will commit opposition players. Which is if you're a midfield player, in that team is fab because it gives you a little bit more space. And yeah, I just that, that's that's Liverpool's best team. And why you know go to to the uh, Champions League final? Why would you not pick your best team? So just to just for for clarity's sake, Kanate uh, yeah. is out, Matip is in, Kate is out, yeah. Henderson's in, and Jota's yeah. out, and Diaz starts. Yeah, absolutely, all day long. And that's a team to beat either Real Madrid or Man City. So we were talking earlier about um, uh, Salah saying he wants Real Madrid in the final. That's what he wants. I can see oh. why. I can see why. I think that's like I would want yeah. Real Madrid as well. It's just easier. Yeah. It's better. It's not the all English final. It's like well, Salah also wants four grand a week, but he's not going to get it. But yeah, look, I mean, he might. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, he might. I mean, uh, man's going to cause ructions if he does. But um, yeah, I would. I would rather play. I would rather play. Sorry, um, Real Madrid than the Manchester City. Manchester City knows so much about Liverpool and, and, and vice versa, and that would be a real kind of tactical battle. I don't think it would be a great game either. And well, finals generally aren't anyway, either because the fear of losing. But um, Madrid can only play one way, and I know you're going to throw you know Benzema at me, and yeah, quite rightly so, best striker in the world at the moment, un- unbelievable run that he's had. But you can get at. You can get at Real Madrid. I do not fancy them defensively at all. And this Liverpool team tends to score against anybody at, at any level. And I think we, you'd, you'd probably get a better game between Real Madrid and, uh, and Liverpool. And I'm not being disrespectful to City. It's just the fact two English teams who know each other you know, inside out and you know what will happen on the day. And um, yeah, I would be happy with Madrid. And of course, there's a little bit of history. Isn't there? 1981, Alan Kennedy and all that kind of stuff as well in Paris so um, that, that would be ideal for Liverpool I feel uh, Go ahead uh, Well I, I mean uh, the quality of the performance in the second half obviously um, maybe a little bit makes us forget about what happened in the first half we were putting down yeah. to a bit of complacency is that or No 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 I just think I just think I just think Real Villarreal, Real, Real, Villarreal were outstanding in the first half. It was like it was honestly superhuman effort from them. 
Um, and it was their cup final, but unfortunately for them, it was their cup final in 45 minutes. And, um, you know, the, the conditions weren't great. That's not an excuse because Villarreal played in the conditions, but they were just, they were they, they out Liverpool, Liverpool basically in, in the first half. Unfortunately, you know, the, the, the game's 90 minutes. You have a half time, you can sit down and have a think and change the thing around, which is what Klopp did. And, you know, Diaz coming in just, just made the pitch so much bigger for Liverpool and got them a little bit of space. And then they could start passing because the pass in the first half was hopeless. The two fullbacks were guilty of two with the two goals of ball watching. You know, it was Liverpool at the worst, but at least, you know, like any good team, they parked that at half time and went, right, you know, we, we, we start again. And they won comfortably. But, but by the way, by the way, of all Champions League goalkeepers I've seen, and Carrius included, what about the fella in the goal for Villarreal, Rui? I mean, everything went through his legs. He doesn't, he doesn't look like a goalkeeper. And he was all over the place, which certainly helped Liverpool. Carrius included is the worst thing any Liverpool fan can say. <laughs> that's the harshest. That's... <laughs> Well, Carrius was hopeless, wasn't he? Yes. Carrius. Put them Carrius, God, God love him, but Carrius is the worst player that Klopp's ever signed and is he's, he's, he's the only one that he failed to improve. And it was a gamble, complete gamble, and it, and it just didn't uh, come off. And, and when, when you know, he turns up with his brand new G-red, G-thingy Mercedes, whatever it is, with a big K and an R on the front, um, or whatever his initials are, um, L L K or something. I don't know. You know you're in trouble after two weeks of signing him. Um, what what's going to happen tonight? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, good one. I think I somehow fancy that, that City will win because I mean Madrid will score. We know they'll score, don't we? But they, they'll they'll leave themselves a little bit open. And um, yeah, I just I just think City will get through. I would have been more convinced City getting through if it had been four two, which really you know. When that's in that fab game the other week, it was you know at four two City just should have shut up shop and go right. There's, there's no more goals happening here, and two goal lead would have made all the difference. But no, I, I, I see City getting through unless, of course, unless of course uh, Mister Guardiola decides to do something left field, which he's done sometimes with overthinking teams. Is it like is that it? Is that like the, the extent of your concern? Is there not anything that you saw last night about you know going to Spain and let's not forget going up against the Spanish champions this time at at the Bernabeu? Like is is, is there not something within Real Madrid's control tonight to actually take this thing uh, to at least extra time? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not being disrespectful to them, but you took you know um, City, City along with Liverpool, the best best two teams in the world, and I mean they 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 walked La Liga, Real Madrid, but. They don't come up against these two teams very, very often. And I know they scored three uh, at uh, at the Etihad, etc. But no, I just you know, City are a top, top team, um, and they will make they will make loads of chances in this game. And you know, along the way, I just I just think they're better than Real Madrid. And and I think you know when we talk about Liverpool pressing, um, City will press tonight and press with the ball as well. In terms of something left field like maybe even dropping Gabriel Jesus will be left field at this stage because you know his form is so good are City a better team when Jesus starts when they have that focal point rather than the the false nine that he sometimes likes to go with no no I think in in or out doesn't make any difference they're just they're just unbelievably talented players that they've got and you know, I think we all made the mistake at the start of the season. They've not signed a striker. They've not done this. They've not done that. And, uh, you know, it looks like they might win the league. They might win the 
Champions League. Um, so yeah, um, now just they're just a, just an unbelievable top team. He's had a good run, Jesus, but I'm still a little bit with him. You know, can you really count on him in the big games? Um, I'm not sure yet, even so. And, and I think the manager's exactly that way with him. I mean, he's obviously having a run now because he's in a great run of form. So hopefully he plays and scores, but um, you never know with Pep. Can we go back to the 400 grand a week for Salah, the the, um, the impact that that would have on the rest of the changing room? Is that the reason why the contract hasn't been signed, do you think? Yeah, well, they don't want to give him that much money, do they? And that's understandable because you've got whatever you are, whatever the football club is, you've got, you've got to balance the book. So... So if they go and give him 400 grand a week, well, who's the first to knock at the door? Well, it's probably Van Dijk. And then it's pro- it's Mane as well. I mean, Van Dijk's contract's not up, but he'll be thinking, hold on a minute. So he'll be knocking on the door. And Mane, obviously, because he's the next one in terms of the, the contracts. And it's just going to... It's, it's like a can of worms. And um, I think... I know they made him a really, really good offer, but obviously Mo, Mo thinks it's not good enough. And I think... One of the things is that I think he's pointed to look at Grealish at Manchester City, look at the money that he's on, and he's he's not even in the team, but that doesn't really matter. But he, him and his agent will obviously use that in terms of negotiation, won't they? It's, I don't know how much Grealish is on. Is it around about 400 grand a week? Is that what the feeling is? Well, I don't know how much, but I think he's he's on more than Mo's on at the moment. Right. So, you know, Mo, Mo and his agents are in there saying, Greenish is on this and, you know, my, my man's not on that and he, he needs to have this because he's the best player in the world and, again, you know, voted best player in the country, all those kind of things. So they'll be giving it the full lot, won't they? Grealish is on, according to Mark, at 360 grand a week in euros, second paid, highest paid player in this Manchester City dressing room after Kevin De Bruyne, who's on 420. Right. That's just amazing. There you go. That's probably a combination of uh, extortionate wages and also probably rating Jack Grealish higher in that dressing room than he really is. He's like he's not the second best player in that dressing room. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But it's as far as Mo and his and his agents are concerned, he's he's on the money, isn't he? Uh, if you're Liverpool, what do you do? Um. Yeah. Well, I think. I think you've got to be quite sort of hard with it and say, look, you know, this is this is it. This is this is our final offer, um, and just see what happens. I mean, you know, if they say no, it doesn't mean it's the end of it, does it? So um, it's not like he's going to say, oh well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm off straight away. So, but they, you know, they've got a, there's a duty to the football club that you know you can't you can't just keep giving you know unbelievable contracts to people and I, and we know what a what a fabulous player he's been and I think this has been his best season because he's also this season been 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 very creative you know in assists etc as well and uh, I think just more of a t- team player than he's ever been but they've got a, they've got a balance of books they're building a brand new stand as well another 6000 etc and um they've done a good job the Americans but you know you can't you can't they'll probably feel that they've been held to ransom if he wants 400 grand a week because it as I say it's 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 a real problem and one thing you don't want you don't want unrest in the dressing room where players are looking around at most salary and doesn't score one day and it's like you know well, what are you doing for all your money and I should be on this and you, you know what football dressing rooms can be like so well, it ruined Manchester United they, they completely screwed up when they gave Alexis Sanchez far more money than everybody else and he, he really wasn't yeah. worth it and they haven't recovered from that like listen Listen, worse than that, what about Arsenal? With, with Ozil and the fella who's, who went to Barcelona in the end. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you, you'd, you'd, think, you'd think after Ozil, they wouldn't, Arsenal wouldn't have made that same mistake again. So, but 
football clubs do it, don't they? Oh, just that one extra player is this, is that, the other, and yeah. Okay. What's it's, it's, sorry, I was just going to ask: uh, Does the impact that Diaz has made change Liverpool's outlook as well? And maybe not even Diaz, but from a year ago, Jota's arrival. Whereas the yeah. first three was set in stone. Who was the backup? Whereas Diaz has made more of an impression in the first six months than any of the other three made in the first six months of their time. That absolutely. actually they have options. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely they have. But they don't want to lose Salah because he's you know he's twenty twenty odd goals and. You know, just as I say, the way he's been playing this season as well. And, you know, if you've got five, why don't you keep five? It doesn't matter about Origi because Origi's gone anyway. But um, Origi, Origi, every time he starts for Liverpool, is basically not very good. Comes on as a sub occasionally and, and, and will score for you. But, you know, um, that apart, there's, there's not, not a great deal about him. So he's, he's obviously going to walk out the doors as well. But no, I mean, Diaz, Diaz has been fab. Well, and Jota, they've both been fab. Um, and... Diaz is a bit of a, is a bit reminds me of Suarez in many many ways in, in in his attitude and you know he's tough you know all the Colombians are tough but he's since since day one when he came on as a sub I mean uh, that the the mob at Anfield completely took to him straight away and the fellow doesn't even speak any link, any English and you know apparently the lads are like giving him some words to. Uh, to, to learn, but you can imagine what they're giving him, can't you? <laughs> well, you can, can't you? I mean, you know, it's like, you're yeah, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants to text us in a list, we might not read them out. <laughs> I think, well, I think, I think they probably, instead of saying hello, the, the word they probably said, when you meet someone, just say F something, something, something. That's what they do. That's, that's the kind of, the way dressing rooms are. <laughs> Mark, good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Pleasure. Mark, Mark Lawrence giving us his thoughts there uh, quick, some quick comments James Duffy says we kicked up a few gears in the second half we needed to strong bench proving vital Stephen says Madrid will allow Liverpool play out from the back City won't they will press immediately and Jessica Hannan says if we play City in the Champions League final Henderson cannot start Nathan he offered nothing going forward or defensively in the Etihad and simply doesn't have the pace for it anymore if it's Madrid then possibly I think Mark summed it up I think it's the protection he gives to Alexander-Arnold as much as anything, is why you want to start Henderson. It does feel as though a lot more goes through Liverpool's midfield when Thiago and Keita are there, whereas they can be a bit more direct if it's Henderson. And for Liverpool, I wouldn't be afraid of building your team around getting the best out of Alexander-Arnold and of having Matip and Henderson there, which I think it does, uh, assist that. Canada good, Uh, Matip better at the moment. Yeah, as I said, Matty has probably been better than Van Dijk this season. And the way he just strides forward and can skip through a couple of challenges opens things up for, for Alexander-Arnold as well. So the two of them in the Champions League final, definitely. All right, Nathan, good stuff. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. A reminder, OTM is brought to you live each morning by Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day.